Welcome to RFF episode 11, the revolutionary sports front, your dirty, nasty, and controversial sports talk podcast for all things Detroit sports and sports worldwide. Here are your hosts, Tony, Joey, Frank, and Gerard, four lifelong friends, born and raised in South Detroit. And welcome, episode 11, um, gonna be much Aloha. better than 10. What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Aloha! Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, man, we got a lot to cover today. Uh, we're looking like professionals. We got this new soundboard, we got mic stands. I mean, we're, uh, we're in business now. Frank, you look while. awesome right now. I was talking to that. I'm <laughs> just phenomenal. Thank you. You guys do too. You can check out Gerard's picture on Facebook. I uploaded that throughout the week. He looks like a boss. See my profile too. picture soon. Yeah, he's making that a profile. <laughs> but, all right, boys, let's get to business. We got a great, we got a great couple hours coming up for the people. Um, obviously, it hasn't been the best, uh, the best week as far as uh, being a Red Wings fan goes. And we're going to get into that. Obviously, Joe's probably going to lead us off with that. Red Wings. They're actually playing right now, which we'll also get into. We're doing, uh, doing a live. We're doing some live updates. Uh, we're in the middle of or the first period right now. Um, we'll talk Pistons. They lost today, but uh, played pretty well. We'll get into them. Uh, we're talking playoffs. Uh, yeah, the week's passed. There's been some things going on. We're going to get into that fourth. Um, we'll also cover some MLS, you know, my thoughts on soccer, but these guys are going to probably do most of the heavy lifting on that. And also the Tigers beginning of the season. There's like a hundred more games, but we'll also, uh, talk about that because we talk about everything on RSF. Tigers two minutes is what we're calling. Two minutes. Two minutes of Tigers. Um, It's going to be a great day, but I, uh, this could get ugly. I'll warn y'all. But uh, we're going to turn it over to Joe. We'll Let's talk hope the, the Red Wings keep it positive Two the first two games of the series, one in which was the three to two loss. And the other one, a 5-2 to two loss, which could have easily been 15. Joe, welcome. Hey, what's going on, guys? So uh, let's do a little bit of a review uh, the first two games. You know, uh, you know, I thought game one we played pretty good. We were carrying the lead until the third period. And that third period, um, it's, it's no mystery. We fell apart. Uh, Tampa Bay kicked it into, you know, fifth, fifth gear, four-wheel drive. And we were, we were still kind of just cruising in fifth gear. And we, we, couldn't, we couldn't up the ante on them. Uh, so, you know, that, that's where oh, okay. we kind of lost What the game. hell do you mean fifth gear, Joe? We were in second gear both these two games. No, 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 no. I think game one we played pretty good, honestly. Uh, that third period, though, was just T- Tampa took it to another level. They were down one. They tied it, and then they they, they, uh, they took control. And it was, a, it was a couple lazy plays, but for the most part, I thought in game one we, we played pretty well for two periods. But it's the playoffs, and you got to play 60, uh, 60 minutes there. Game two, uh, that was – that was just sloppy. I thought it was one of those games where we looked like an immature hockey team. You played hard, but you played sloppy. Um, too too many retaliations, too many penalties. Your goaltender is average at best, and uh, they still they still refuse to shut down the top line, uh, which is the only line really producing for this 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 damn team. Johnson six points in two games. Uh, dude, listen. Did Johnson kill us last right year now. too? Yeah, the hell with you, Johnson. Got, you got one I mean, guy killing. Don't you, right you now. feel like every Red Wings team of recent, there's just one guy that kills them. Like when we're still in the West, Joe Pavalski. I remember he used to always beat our ass. No, 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 that strike. was Setaguchi, man. Setaguchi. Then it was Pavalski because I remember I was saying he's the American. He's from Wisconsin or whatever. And now we got Tyler yeah. Johnson just taking us behind the woodshed. You know what I mean? It's easy to vilify him and one guy, and you also got the you got the Russian letting bombs off. That one was inc- the the first game. The one was incredible from between his legs, and then the the second one last game where it was just a rocket. Howard didn't have much of a chance. I'm glad to see him go though. 
But, uh, yeah, it always seems to be that one guy where we point the finger at, but I guess, well, well, I guess you know, I mean, you got you to shut him down. I mean, what do you do to a top receiver in football? You double-team his ass, or you, you play a guy over the top of safety, and you, you try to contain him. The Red Wings have not done anything to contain this guy. And, and the thing is, too, he, he's not Steven Stamkos. He's not, uh, he's not Sidney Crosby. He's not Alex Ovechkin. He can be stopped. You, Dude, you just gotta I, stop this top line. He can be stopped. I mean, Chicago did it last year, but he's not gonna be stopped by us. Looks like they're throwing Glenn De- the Glenn Denning line at him today, and it seems oh. I mean they haven't scored yet, but that's that's what they're doing. It's a, We're it's fighting for our lives. Tampa Bay's on vacation right now. Well, we gotta uh, take advantage of it if they're on vacation. Oh, let's I, uh, I, we let's start firing up the daiquiris then. Let's do it. I mean, uh, this is our chance to get it back. If we can just get these two at home, I'm not trying to jump the gun here, but if we can Tony, get these two back, Tony, how do you back, think we've been looking? Yeah, what's up, Tony? I mean, over there? I thought the first game we looked good until uh, the third period. It looked like we just kind of took the third period off there. And then when it came to the second game, there were periods it looked... We got killed the second game. I mean, there were times in the second game we looked like we're in this game. Like a bunch trying. of bombs? Yeah, it was exactly... Are you talking about game two? Game two, yeah. it was... There was there was There'd glimpses. be flashes of this is an awesome team that... We can play as an awesome team and we could win this. And then there's just boneheaded decisions. And you're sitting there going, yep, this is basically a breakdown of our entire All season right. up and down, completely inconsistent. I had to work through the first two games. So I've only got to see little replays here and there and freaking read about them. But from my understanding, the only good thing that happened was Abdicator beat the shit out of somebody from their team. And I'm down yeah. with that. Yeah. I heard he was hammer fisting him, which is awesome. Yeah, Blunden or whatever. His yeah, Blunden. It was uh, brawl. Other than that, game, we had zero just, positives. In the first yeah, that guy will be back down the farm next season. You know I, I think our is. problem is a no, lack we'll of size. Honestly, I think we are too small. We used to be smaller than everybody, but better. Like Datsuk and Zetterberg were just better, but Datsuk and Zetterberg have fallen off a little bit, and now we're smaller and not better, and it shows each and every game very you know clearly. What? I'm, I'm going to take an optimistic view to it here. I'm going to ride it out to the end. But I'm gonna say this: they, they got to they got to make some tweaks to their game. They made some tweaks today uh, after the first period. We we looked pretty good in the first. We're forcing them to take some penalties. We had a five on three for the first time in the series. You know um, who else rolled out to the end, and, Joe? What's that? General Custer rolled it out to the end. You know what happened to him? Will you let me finish alive. what I'm saying? God damn it! Listen, we need to keep the intensity up. We need to play tight defense and better on the points because our points keep leaking pucks like crazy, uh, especially down in Tampa. Uh, we we need to start chipping to the corners on the four check because every time Bishop plays the puck, he plays the damn thing up to center. So we need to, we need to negate that as well. If we could chip the pucks in the corners uh, to where he can't go he can't go play the puck back there, we can put a lot of pressure on their defense. We need to stop taking stupid penalties. We got two periods here to finish out this game. I think the first period was good, and we need to stop that top line, that that damn top line. Uh, I'll tell you what, back in uh, 2001. The Red Wings look pretty damn good. They're the number two, number one seed against LA Kings. Oh, blew the Kings out. Just completely blew wasn't them that out. Fifteen years is, ago, Joe. This is this is pre cap era. Uh, blew them out to where like the top seeds had a huge difference between the bottom seeds. And uh, we lost Shanty. We lost Iserman. Next four games, we lost to the Kings. What is this Hockey Town VHS, Joe? What are you doing over here? I just listen. Don't... Listen, this is, this is a history lesson. They don't here. have Stamkos, and they're up two zero. That's like. Hey, we didn't have Eisman and we were up 2-0 in that series. I'm telling you, there was a big talent difference there. We had no business losing that series, and LA had no business winning that series. So you're saying we have no business winning this series, but you hope we do? Is that what you just said, Joe? Because I'm pretty sure that's what you just said. What? Say what? That we have no business winning this series, but we're going to. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think he's just saying that we're the underdog, and that we all know that. that that's how it is. And I'll tell you what, Joe. I agree with you about Bishop and the chipping into the corner. He also, I think they referred to him almost as like a six-player uh, def- uh, six defenseman out there because he can handle the puck so well. I'll tell you another thing, too, about Bishop, too. We Do you think get it's the long puck. arms? I don't know what it is. I, I don't. I don't care about his arms. But I'm, what I'm Speak telling you, side. what I'm He's telling you though, side. is a big deal, and it's so frustrating. It's one of the most frustrating things to watch in uh, in hockey is blocking shots, man. I don't know if it's the release of our players or just they're that good at it, or a combination of both, which is probably the case. But the block shots is really frustrating, man. You got to get the puck on him. When we do, if you look at the goals that we've scored and the, the production we've had in this series so far, they haven't been the, uh, the prettiest of goals, have they? It's been shots wow. he hasn't seen, getting guys in front of the net. Just, I mean, Richard's wow. throwing it at the net. We got to hit the net more and not, not crappy little flip pucks by Nyquist from the red line. I mean, real I like quality Larkin. shots. And it pisses me off. I did like Larkin's goal. He, he I mean, that dude's got wheels. No one, no one even stood a chance to catch him, and that puck went off the yeah. backboards, and he, he put it right between Bishop's legs. I, I, I like that call. Okay, uh, I'll give you the Larkin goal, but I'm even that one's squeaked in there. I'm just saying they haven't been the prettiest. No. Yeah, no, they they have. They're especially game one. Those those two goals two in game sucked. one. Uh, that those right. two goals in game one were definitely ugly goals. But I mean, you got to ride those goals. You got to ride the momentum. Uh, this Lightning team is their their depth is slowly dwindling though. They're becoming very top heavy. That JT Brown got hurt last game. He's a big third line guy. And uh, and you saw Garrison; he's a little banged up there at the end of the, at the first. And then uh, the the newcomer for the series, Brendan Smith, laid that big hit on Paquette, and Paquette didn't look too Smith good on the bench sucks. either. He looked like he was a little looked like he was a little uh, a little bitter, a little numb, maybe maybe a little timid to to get back out there. I, I didn't see Paquette the rest of the period, so I don't even know where he's at. Uh, I had the sound turned off uh, when we were doing sound checks for the for the game. All so. right. So uh, Joe has a pretty positive view going forward, but Tony, what do you think is going to happen from here? I think Detroit may win one game, but they're going to lose this series now. I mean, they did not look good. This would be the game to win. It's your first game at home. Therefore, you're going to have the energy of being at home for the first time in the playoffs. you got the fans behind you. a little more energy than you do. <laughs> hey, he's just that's a fair point. That's a fair point. He thinks they'll go down in five. I think it's going to happen. We're going to need some puck luck, and I've never been a big guy, a big advocate of using that term, but we're going to need a little puck luck. We're going to have to score a couple goals here, and then again, and if we can even it out somehow and uh, start a new series from you know a blank slate from being 2-2, two to two, then, then we'll see where we go because I think Joe's point is going to come into play as far as the, uh, the lack of depth on Tampa Bay because our guys, as bad as they've looked, they're not going to get tired, and they're not going to slow down. They are young, and they are fast. It's one thing we do have going. So if we can get some little puck luck, again, a term I don't like using uh, – I think we got a shot. I'm going to be optimistic like, you know, like Joe. I think I've just spent too much time living in Detroit and seeing great Red Wings teams. Honestly, I said we're going to lose the series 4-2. to two. I think we're getting swept. You can get the brooms out in Tampa. We're going home early. We're going to be in the golf course. All right. Week. All right. Well, I appreciate your opinion, but you could at least give me a little credit. That wasn't a fanboy response that I provided. That was some, oh, no, that was there, intel. There was intelligence behind it. I just don't agree right. with it. I'm not a, that wasn't a lemmings response. I'm just no, saying. No, I'm just saying you're you, be a little blinded you, by the, the light. Something, there's something about the lightning right now. They, they looked... They look good at home, but they look like they got a little lucky at times. And I'm telling you, there's something, there's something there in the Lightning team that's like it's like they got like they got the skeleton, and they got some of the muscle, but they don't have some of the important organs. Joe smelling that, blood that push you to performance. You know what I'm saying? Like they they definitely got the heart. They're they're a team that went to the finals last year. It's like there's like pieces there, but I, I without Stamkos, Strawman, Brown, if they lose if they lose Garrison and Paquette, I mean. They become very, very top heavy, and all you got to do is match that. 
you, you wear down Hedman from all that ice time he's, t- he's taken and you, and you shut down that top line, they can't spread those guys out. They can't spread out Kucherov, Johnson, and Kalorn down the, down the lineup. They can't do that because then, you know, yeah, okay, uh, even lines, but those even lines aren't going to be that good, you know? You mentioned They're, top heavy, and, you know, if you, I guess the devil's advocate would, would say, you know, it's good to even have a top. I mean, Datsuk's looked the best, I think, so far in a short period of time today than he has all series, but we, don't, we haven't really had much of a top to be, to be heavy. So we're going to have to score I, you know, some goals. Well, yeah. well, a point you made, Frank, is is the the shot blocks and things like that. I think God, I think right now it's coming from the struggles with Tatar and Nyquist not having scored much. They're they're gripping their stick a little tight right now, and they're waiting for like so that So that's our problem. Opening. They're gripping their stick too tight. You think that's the problem, Joe? Let, He's let him pressure finish. on the well, shaft. Let him finish. Well, once again, once again, Gerard won't let me finish talking. He doesn't even know where, <laughs> I'm, getting, where I'm going with it. So <laughs> Continue, yeah, that's, Joe. that's ignorance right there. Um, ignorance is blitz is my world. Yeah. So, anyways, if uh, if if they would just start just ripping the thing, uh, not waiting for that perfect opportunity, as soon it all it takes is one or two to go in for those guys, and, and they'll be all right. That's what I'm saying. They, uh, we just got to get them on net, and just I'm not asking for you know Ovechkin esque highlight real shot. I just just some quality chances, man. You've seen a lot. I I appreciate some of the flicking of the puck into the net and some of that stuff, and those those rack up as shots on goal in the stat sheet, and that's just not going to cut it. So I. I just like to see Bishop get tested a little more, and I think it's coming here in, in the next upcoming minutes. Okay, too. so one topic we'll we haven't you know. hit yet: Mrazek's back in that, which I think we all monster. Agreed. We all agreed. The uh, monster is Gustafson, and he's in Boston, last... and he's sitting at home right now. Okay, now Tony, the, both Preston boys can enter. He's a monster I guess. to me, but uh, I, I like Mrazek the monster. I dig it, but he's in that. We all agreed in this uh, group, our group chat, that he should be in that. I think that he's the best move. Yeah, I mean, they they even needed to do something to shake things up. Because the only positive for change from game one to two for me was Larkin. Because Larkin looked completely out of it in game one. And then in game two, he was in there, he was physical, and he got a goal. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it I looked like, like, like he's Larkin finally growing into the playoffs. Yeah, he definitely adapted to the big boy league. That's a good, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, his first shift, he went out and threw an elbow right in Druin's face, which I liked. Druin looked Looking pretty good after that. And then uh, and then he scored that goal, which was, which was great. I mean, he's... He's starting to put put the wheels on a little bit. We just gotta we just gotta keep shooting it, boys. Yeah, keep working, pounding, 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 shut down that top line. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I I got a feeling either 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 we make that switch and we push them past their limit and and uh, expose them, or or uh, we're, we're done in four. It's it's either we, we come back and win four, or we're done in four. So that's that's my prediction for the rest of the series. I happen to agree with that. And Joe, I think just you mentioned. So it's raining, or it's going to be a desert. That's what you're saying. You mentioned Mrazic, yep. and uh, we'll, I would hope that after this game we can uh, recant what we said on last week's show when we said uh, we talked about the goaltending situation, and, and uh, we we stated that you know if we see Mrazic, it's going to be a bad sign, and we're probably going to get you know I think we even mentioned getting swept. So let's hope that we can recant that, and uh, Mrazic yeah. will be the answer and not the the downfall. Howard did play good down the stretch and in the playoffs, but even at that, he didn't play. He had one shutout. I wouldn't go that far, but he played saying, okay. He played okay. Mrazek just got out of his head a little bit, but last year in the playoffs, Mrazek played out of his mind against Tampa Bay. He's the reason why we're in it. He's the reason why we had a chance to win. He's a way higher ceiling than Jimmy Howard, and I think at this point, as weak as we are, all throughout our forwards and defensemen, we need a goalie that can stand on his head and put out like a Hashian like effort. Hashikili. Hashikian. Hashikian. Well, yeah. What do you? I mean, we talking about? Are you talking about in the future? We're in a series here, bud. I'm I mean, saying, <laughs> yeah. I'd love a. Uh, I'd love a Hashik 2.0 to come well, on. Morazic has that kind of ceiling. You know, yeah. he puts things together. Well, when, I hope so. Well, when you're bringing up defense, there another point is 
One change that they did make in this game is Quincy's out. Uh, the reports I saw said he was hurt, and that's why Smith is in. But I thought they needed to put Smith in just because we're not really playing any defense. And if we're not going to play defense, you need to have some offense. And, yeah, Smith isn't that great defensively, but he's amazing offensively. So hopefully this switch looks good. I mean, he's looked physical so far in the first period as well, uh, given a couple good hits out there. And so hopefully that's a sign of good things to come for this team, maybe a little bit of a wake-up call. Yeah, hopefully, man. I've seen about a damn enough of Quincy. I'll tell you that much. I think I know he's going to be a free agent in the offseason. Yeah, right, look, luckily, I mean, we're going to be able to just, you know, wave goodbye to old, old just, Quincy here. Just man. like a curler uh, with that stone, just let him go. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be a good little cap down. too, about, about a good $3 million. Uh, <laughs> Get $3 million better used on our restricted free agents. And then, uh, if they bought $3 million in macaroni and cheese, we better have Kyle Quince out there because at least we wouldn't be hungry no more. Yeah, that's true. That's, I'm starving right I, now. I, I don't know about the analogy, but uh, I, I, I I'm just really you. hungry, honestly. I went golfing today. 112, horrible day on the course, but at least it was sunny. So, hey, real quick, how do you guys, what would you gentlemen like to do this? Do you want to do, because uh, we have other things to discuss here on the show, RSF, but uh, we, uh, would you want to do updates throughout the show? We'll update the game? the game as it happens throughout the show, but let's go around predictions real quick. Joe, are we going to win or lose this series? And Where do you stand? You said we were going to win it 4-2. I, I, where said, do you stand I out? said we were going to win in six. It may might take longer, but I, I still think we're going to win the series. It's wow, I just I, I don't know. It. I'm waiting I'm waiting for that breaking point. If it doesn't happen, you guys well, can shove it. Well, it's going to be six or seven if we win. You guys can shove it down my throat next uh, next Sunday, but um, I said six, and all we got to do is win four. Uh I haven't done it all year, but there's a first for everything. So, um, you know, here here we go. Let's uh let's go get it, boys. I, I say we're still winning. Tony, where do you this. see? You said four two wings, right? That's what I. Or no, I said wings in seven last time, but uh, I am changing it this time. I kind of said it earlier. I'm taking Tampa in five now. Frank, all right. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna backtrack. I'm gonna stick to my my overall prediction. Um, but it's just gonna be in a different way, I guess, than I that I predicted before. But it's still gonna be Red Wings and six. Joe, I'm I'm gonna go down with you if we go down, but uh, we're not down yet. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I got yeah, you. You live and die with the Red Wings, boys. Always. I want Balboa. Always, the winged wheel will live for at least tonight and Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the optimism, Frank. <laughs> You're inspired us all. Let's go, Red Wings. All right, RSF, so we'll my right show back. sheet says LeBitch. <laughs> Let's go. When we come back, we'll be talking LeBron, his crybaby antics. Now we're just talking Pistons, Cavs, and how the NBA playoffs might shape out. RSF. All right, and we're back. All right, we got things started with some Red Wings stuff, but there's also the NBA playoffs, uh, which for the Pistons got underway today. And um, usually we don't really necessarily care about that kind of stuff, but they happen to be playing um, the Cavaliers and LeBron James, one of the best players in the world. So everyone's going to be talking about it. And um, also the Pistons aren't half bad now. So maybe we'll, uh, we'll grow in, as a show and talk about them a lot more. But um, bottom line, yeah, they played today and uh, they actually looked pretty good. They were winning for a majority of the game. Um, you know, the Pistons are a team that have given the Cavs trouble all year. They actually won the season series. Um, no one really predicted them to win, but uh, a lot of people out there, including myself, think they can win a game or two at least and make it a series and uh, give us some hope as Detroit fans for the future. So we're going to wrap about them a little bit. Jerry's got a little uh, tricky little cute question for us in regards to game three, which will be hosted here in the D. 
And uh, yeah, let's talk a little basketball. Book. LeBron, let's go. Yeah. All right. I mean, I want to say no, I care about the Pistons. The rest of the world doesn't really care about the Pistons anymore. But you're all right. The only reason why we're in national news is because we're playing LeBron. And that's cool because he's a superstar. And we don't really have one here in Detroit. But you know, the Pistons are a solid team. What about team. Andre Drummond? Andre Drummond needs to make a free throw before he'll ever be a damn star. Okay. But uh, so. Shaq could make a free throw. Look at the game today. We lost 106-101. Kyrie Irving put up 31, which isn't ideal. But we did. We shot 50% from the field and 51% from three-point, which honestly might be the best. You know, looking at those just those two numbers, this might be the best performance Detroit could have had in the series. The term, I believe, uh, Lee Corso coined it, busting your wad. I think we did it this series. And in this game, I mean, it looks pretty bleak from here, but at least we're going to put up a fight. I think we, we match up well because of having Andre Drummond, and Reggie Jackson is a pretty good defender, and Caldwell Pope can bang home some threes. But I... LeBron's all world, and we don't have anybody who's all state on our team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, I don't know. I don't watch much basketball, and I don't claim to. But, I mean, watching that game today, and from what I've heard, Reggie Jackson ain't bad. You know what I mean? Oh, he's he's, a second, he's he not can... all world, but, I mean, if you're making metaphors, I mean, he might be all state. I mean, you know what I mean? He's He was out there, you know, Look cussing out the ref, getting teed up, getting te- <laughs> Seriously. I like how that's what you did. Uh, no, he played with character. If you're a face the player off about how he like, cusses up the ref, I mean, geez. Oh. Well, he also dropped. He was also the leading won scorer. multiple championships. You know, he also was the leading scorer. I'm, uh, it was just, oh, you know, Paul Pope was the leading scorer with 21. Mark I like Keith character had 20. issues. What is sad, what I'm looking at here is Tobias Harris only had nine. He's a small forward, so he's getting checked by LeBron probably most of the game. And he was, he was a big midseason acquisition for Brandon Jennings. And we kind of are going to need like 25 out of him, I would think, to win a game in this series. Tobias Harris has inside-outside game that many people don't have. He's from Orlando, if you guys didn't know that. Yeah, they're going to need Drummond, uh, from what I've heard at least, to, to, to step up as a guy. Yeah, 11 and 13 yeah. isn't cutting for Drummond either, honestly. Yeah, Drummond he's going to have to be less soft, you know, just, just man up. The he pro- could be a key factor. It's great we won the season series, and a lot of people had faith in it because of that, but... Teams like Cleveland, who aren't going for the record like Golden State was, down the stretch in the season, they'll take games off. They know they're going to make the playoffs. They're literally just waiting to get to the playoffs. They hate the regular season. It's a grind for them. You're talking about the it's Cavs? Yeah, the Cavs, you know, once they were the one seed, they knew they were going to be the one seed from the hop because the East stinks top to bottom besides the Cavaliers. They were just out there waiting for this time of year. They have a gear that we can't get to. I like how Gerard's like, they, he's so definitive. They were, he's, he's in the room with the Cavs. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I think it's a little bit of that. But I think also the Pistons, and maybe they match up against them in a certain way because, I mean, it was pretty transparent that, you know, I mean, they, they're still going to play. Well, I'm praying for the Pistons, but I don't like live their chances on to win. You know, I don't like this their chances to win the series, but I'm just saying. They, this is they what can I bang. like is the, the Pistons right now are a young team. They're a young core. And uh, and they're playing they're playing against right now the, uh, the, the standard of the East. You know, a team went to the finals last year, lost to – a very, very good Golden State team. And this is a team right now that's probably going to go back to the finals. And they're, they're getting to see up close, you know, face-to-face, mano a mano, what it, what it is to be a team, uh, you know, the, the, the likes of a team that has to go to the finals. Drum, Drummond's playing against, uh, you know, LeBron, and, and, and he's seeing how, how things need to go down low. Uh, he's, he's obviously not matched up against LeBron. I think he's got a mismatch of, of who he's up against down in the paint. But, uh, I mean, th- this young team... Is going to get a lot of lessons learned out of this series. Granted, if they go out in four, it's going to suck. Uh, I'd rather them push it to six and have them have that feeling like, hey, we could, we could play with these guys, you know, down down the road in a couple years. Um, but you know, uh, I, I think it's good for the Pistons that they they push to get in the playoffs, get some extra time. 
Um, I, I think I think Stan Van Gundy is doing a pretty good job with this this group. Joe, I think you're making a lot of really great points that I didn't even think about tonight. The back in the day in basketball, there was like rites of passage. Like you had to beat teams, then you got to that level. Like the Pistons, when you had the Bad Boys, they had to get past Larry Bird Celtics, and then yeah. they had to get past the Showtime Lakers. And it took a while to get it. Then the Bulls came along, and they did the same. They had to get past the Celtics, the Pistons. Yeah. Then they had to get past the Lakers. And then after that, our next dynasty was the Lakers, and even they had to get past the Spurs. They had that kind of thing. We were just using people as stepping stones. The Pistons yeah. aren't going to go from being a lottery team to being the best team in the NBA. You had to get somewhere. So maybe this year, we only the first round. We're the eighth seed. Next year, you may be the sixth seed. Then we get up to three. LeBron will be old by then or left from Cleveland. So maybe, you know, we, we'll get back to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe make a run. It's you know, for experience. a couple of guys who aren't quote-unquote basketball guys, you both make some really good points, man. Uh, those apply to, to all the sports also as well, so props on yeah, that. Yeah, we were kind of a stepping stone for the Blackhawks back in the day. We used to whoop the shit out of Kane when we were over <laughs> in the Western Conference, and, you know, now he's whooping the shit out of us. Well, we'll see yeah, about that. I remember going to a we'll game when Kane was a rookie still, and uh, – you know, Fr- Franzen was still in his good years and everything. Uh, R.I.P. Not, yeah. not literally, but metaphorically. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but, uh, hey, I mean, you know. He it, gave us some good of, stuff. You're right. No, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, God, that, I mean, when, when Keith, Seabrook, and Kane and, and Taylor were all, were all real young, uh, first coming in the league, we, I went to a game and we laid it on them. Like, it was like five to two or something. Uh, not even close. I think they put two in when, you know, you know, Lidstrom just didn't play the last five minutes. Uh, it, it was, I mean, that's just how it was, man. And then the, the Blackhawks were like, no, this is the standard. This is where we need to be. And, uh, and look where they are now, yeah. unfortunately. And even when uh, we were still back in the, we, we took them to seven games and we were three, two on them. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're right about that, but on a quick side note, can we, uh, for the next or the future can, on the soundboard, get some kind of audio for Joe when he goes back in time for the Red Wings, like some kind of back in, back in time. Thing? Oh yeah. I'll get something. Low. Please. I need that in my, in my life as an RSS. Just some kind of music. Just when Joe goes in deep story mode of just the wings past. Okay. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, it was, if we can play Huey Lewis without getting any <laughs> copyright, version, I mean, that'd be, that'd be pretty good. Okay, I like that song. So, Back, back to the future. Back to the Pistons. Noted. How many games? Does anybody back. think the Pistons can win one game? Do I any takers at one? Any takers at one? I think they can win one. Auction? I think they anybody, can win one. I think anybody, they can win one. Give on me one. Give one over here. Give one on home court. Anybody taking them for two? Get taken two. Taking two. Two? Maybe two on home court. Two's pushing it. I think they're going to win one game. Two might be pushing it, but I, you know, God, anything can happen, man. It's just. If Drummond if Drummond gets going, if that guy starts playing. Like, like, you know, if he, if he starts playing all-star. So can I get three out of you, Joe, or are you sticking with two? I'm going to stick with two. Sticking with two. But let's be real. When you got, got, got Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and, and LeBron James in the end of the court, and they're – Can we they're, address they're him just, as LeBitch from now on because I don't like him? No, uh, we won't. We won't do I mean, that. I don't really like him, but, I mean, God, the guy's a great basketball player. Yeah. He's earned Joe, his last name. Joe just brought up uh, Kevin Love, which that was one thing I saw today was Kevin Love hasn't had the greatest year this year, but he had a really good game yeah, today. He doesn't like LeBron. Yeah, but he, he had a really yeah, good game mess. today. And Cleveland's big three of Kyrie Irving, LeBron, and Kevin Love combined yeah, for like 81 points, I think it That's was today. Thing. There was probably possessions when Markeith Morris, do we have Marcus or Markeith? Whichever one of the Morris twins we have, they can't guard Kevin Love and Tobias Harris can't either. So we're just outmatched at the small forward and power forward position against these guys. At center, Tristan Thompson with two points. Obviously, we can lock him down. Andre's doing great there, but... 
Yeah, I mean, they're a better team, guys. And I don't know how far we want to get into Kevin Love on this show. But, I mean, I, you know what I mean? I just uh, I like him. <laughs> He's the only Cavalier I like. You know, I'm just saying. I, we can make our predictions and things like that. Gerard, you got a cute question you wanted to ask. But real quick, though, uh, whatever happens, I'll take two wins in that auction like Joe did. But um, whatever happens in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't look very good for the East nor LeBron James. I just wanted to throw that out there. But. All right, we'll get to like the LeBron. rest of the playoffs in a second. But my question is, we're all Detroit sports fans. Let's say you're given two tickets. They're not great seats, but they're pretty good seats. You're at the Pistons game for game three. Would you rather see LeBron put up like 75 points, like an all-time playoff performance? You could say you were there. You got to witness greatness at its highest level. Or would you rather the Pistons win game three? That's the only win in the series. They lose 4-1. to one. Are you, Would you root for greatness or are you root for the hometown team here? I like your witness greatness pun with LeBron. Did you do that on purpose? No, I actually didn't, Frank. Okay. But I like to just say you did a... because I like yeah, that. But yeah. Tony can go first on this one. I had to think about that one. It's a pretty good little question there. I mean, it's one of those where, as much as I hate LeBron, I'd just, it'd still be one of those stories that you know you get to tell your grandkids one day, like when they're watching Sports Center or whatever they have in the future, and they're talking about, oh, fifty years ago, LeBron did this. And you're like, oh, I was at that game. I remember that. I still hate him. So which one is it, Tony? I uh, want to see the awesome LeBron performance, but uh, I still hate his guts. Okay. Traitor. Joe? Uh, so LeBron's going to have to do, what would you say, 75 points? I mean, that was just a number I was trying to throw 75. He could, he, whatever the playoff high for points is, he sets it. You're at that game. Okay. He's got to set it. And it's also got to be a buzzer beater to win the game. And they also have to win their fourth straight championship for, because of that play. Like, that play sends them to the fourth straight final, and they end up winning the fourth straight championship. I got to make it like – I got to make it like the, the number one I'm talking greatest this series, Joe. This, is, this hypothetical series is so, this series. We don't get to move in the future. Once again, can I finish what I'm fucking saying? Yeah. No. You guys are, you know, you guys are going to have to cool it because it's – Jeez, O'Pete's. Okay. It would have to be the single greatest performance by an individual in sports history for me to go against my own team and say, no, yeah, I'd rather see that. Fair enough. I like your heart, Joe. Okay, you know, <clears throat> that's a good question. I, uh, I've i never really subscribed to that whole thing of uh, just witnessing greatness and stuff. I could do that on my couch, and even though I'm not <laughs> – no, seriously. But uh, I'm, not a, a great line, I'm not a Pistons fan by any means, really. I can't claim to be. I, I, just, I was too young when they were good. I, I'm, I'm a fanboy when it comes to that. But, um, you know, there's so many of them out there, man. If the people are really going to pack up their stuff and load the car up and go to Auburn Hills, and if you've ever been there, it's no fun to do that. Oh, it's go to Auburn Hills, Lamar, and they really care the about the team. Like, we do the Red Wings and the Lions or, or whatever your football team is. The fans that go there, um, they want to see that win. And um, I'd like to see that more than, you know, LeBron dropping 75. I can do that anywhere. I'd, I'd rather, you know, just have my Diet Cola big enough to swim in. And uh, and just see the fans' excitement for the city of Detroit. And it sounds corny, but it's true. You know, I'm not a Pistons fan, but there's a, there is some out there. You know, it's pretty obvious. We only have one Benedict Arnold on, out there. The yeah, witness. Tony just wants to see LeBron get 41. And you know, <laughs> I hate I LeBron. I still hate him. I, I hate don't want LeBron to see LeBron score another with point a fiery the passion. I hope LeBron never scores another point the rest of the time he's on the court. I would take a Pistons win over anything. They score! Yeah, baby! That's the one we needed! Woo! That all-important first goal, baby! See the goal shortly. Yeah! (laughs)
Yeah. You you're way behind, Joe. I think it was the rookie, Andre Anasio. The double A battery. Bam. And yes. That's the big hey. old important goal, boys. We just got to protect it. Oh, come on. I'm now watch it blow it. taking a face off yet. So this well, is the, folks. Get cable, brother. Get cable. Home, don't ever move away from home because then you're away from your boys and you can't see things on regular TV and it's five minutes behind so, your boys. Are why why can't you watch this game off. on cable TV? Could you tell our listeners that? What's that? Would you tell our listeners why you can't watch this on cable? Because I don't have cable, listeners. <laughs> he bought his girl a blood diamond, but he can't <laughs> afford cable. Don't call it a blood diamond. He probably <laughs> oh, we weren't supposed to say that. Cut that. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's uh, not a blood <laughs> diamond. <laughs> I was there. All right. We're, we're done talking Pistons. The Wings of Score will come back, and we're talking playoffs. 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 I'm glad I moved All right, Joe, we're cutting you off. We're going to the playoffs next. RSF. Who you cut me off for? RSF is back, and it is playoff time, people. Best time of the year besides football season, Christmas, Thanksgiving, my birthday. But it's a great time. That's the point. All right, so now we're going to pick matchups from the NHL that we like. Besides, obviously, Detroit matchups is the best D forever, but we're going to go NHL first, matchups we like. My matchup in the West that I'm thinking is going to be pretty cool, Stars Wild. I think the Stars are a little bit of a dark horse to win it with Jamie Benn and Sagan. I just... Likes watching the Stars play. It's fast up and down hockey, and I really hate the Wilds. So I'm hoping they get blown out. Tony, what matchup do you like? Uh, I've kind of been watching the Blues Blackhawks. I mean, the Blackhawks are the defending champs, but right now the Blues are up two one in that they won series. Three to two today. Yeah, they won three to two to go up two one. So, I mean, it's a uh, you could see the defending Cup champion knocked out in the first round here. That's a good point, Joe. Any series you're tuning into? So I like. Uh... I'm, I'm going to go with two West series that I like. Uh, God, I mean, the, the Wings are in the East now, but I'm, I'm still kind of a Western Conference type guy. Uh, I like I like the Sharks and the Kings. Um, that that right there is a little I think battle it's a pretty good for series. Uh, California I, supremacy. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the Sharks are up 2-0 in that series, but I, that, that's far from being done. You you know, the Kings they they actually came back a couple years ago on them. Uh, uh, they when they were down 3-0. Correct me if I'm They won the Cup that year too, right? Yeah, they ended up winning the cup that year. So I mean, King, Kings aren't done. They're they're way too good of a team to be done. I, I think they're going to take a couple. Of, I, but I'm going to actually. I'm, I'm thinking the Sharks are going to end up taking that series. Um, and then the the Blues and the Blackhawks. Uh, I think that's a great series. That that's going to go seven games. Um, that that's back and forth. You, you know, you know, Chicago's not going to lose another one at home. And then uh, you, you got the last three games back and forth on home ice. Um, but yeah, St. St. Louis looks pretty darn good this year. That Tarasenko Tarasenko is a good hockey player. Yeah, I like Terry Single a lot too. And then if, if but Jerry, you you mentioned the East there though uh, a little bit ago, the Rangers and the Pens. That that's gonna end up being a good series. The the Rangers got blown out in game uh, one, and the Pens got blown out in game two. Um, yeah, and back so, and forth, up and down the ice. And now now no, yeah, and it, uh, I can't even talk right now. The series is tied, going back to New York, so that bodes well for the uh, the Rangers there. Yeah, it's uh, Frank. Any matchups you're paying close attention to in the NHL? Yeah, there is, and Tony and Joe both said some some really uh, some really great great things. Sorry, but it's score! Yeah, baby! Bam! I knew that was gonna happen right during my turn to talk. Another one! No, I'm still a bit behind. Yeah, boys, I gotta, I gotta get, uh, I gotta get cable here, boys. I'm gonna have to eventually invest. Yeah, you think? You cable? It might be next paycheck, right? Yeah, it looks like they're talking. Oh, he broke oh, his stick. Okay. 
Let's let's take a look. Let's be professional about this. No, yeah. All right. Oh, that wasn't intentional though. It's off his skate. Am I not? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll, hey, hey, we're not uh, radio here. It wasn't here. a kicking we're motion. It wasn't distinct. We keep talking to this, and I think somewhere in this talking, I'm looking at every playoff matchup for the NHL right now on my computer, and they're all interesting to me. The Flyers, Capitals, Islanders, Florida. Does Florida finally win a series? Wait, Blues, Blackhawks. They're all great yeah. series. So now let's flip pages and go over to the NBA, the league that allegedly has more viewers and better matchups. I never got to pick. Oh, you didn't pick? No, I, the, the wings scored. Just saw, oh, and we're in a live goal, update. Boys. What is going on here? What are we doing? Is this, pick your matchup. Is this amateur the, hour? Your, uh, oh, over here in Seattle, in case anyone cares, I just saw the Red Wings score number two. Uh, but I, I don't know what you guys are talking about as far as like breaking sticks. Yeah, we're going to have to back it up a little bit once we find out if this goal counts. People. All right, Frank, pick your matchup while they review the goal. Okay, well... What are they already talking about? Holy cow. Um, uh, you know what? <clears throat> I was just making a point that Joe really brought up something that I wanted to touch on is that, you know, even though we're in the East now, I'm also a West Coast guy, and uh, I just look at the Eastern Conference as a bunch of hippies. You know what I mean? I, I don't really like see ourselves <laughs> as, as one of them. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, that there we are. But that being boy. said, I do enjoy watching, uh, like Tony mentioned, I do enjoy watching um, the Blackhawks play, which is kind of strange because we should hate them, but they're just so good. And I'd love to see them in the Stanley Cup they Finals. They really do rise above our hatred. They're they so do. damn good. I wouldn't go that far. I do hate them, but it's just a strange thing. And also, I do have a little bit of ties in the Nashville area. So, I mean, as much as I don't like fang fingers and all that stuff, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them do okay over there in the West also. And uh, I'm not even going to comment on the East. Like I said, we'll just eat that division All up right. and move on. So. Well, so those are some matchups you can check out throughout the week if you're bored and want to check out some sports. Good reviews. But this leads to the greater point in the NBA. Other than the Pistons matchup, are there anything that anybody's watching and really paying that close attention to in the first round? In the first round for me? No. I'll probably watch the Western Conference Finals and then the NBA Finals. I'll kind of take a look and see how Golden State's doing. In the first and second round, but other than that, I am not really involved in the... Miami, Charlotte in the East looks a little interesting to me, but only because I want to see how Charlotte performs, being the Michael Jordan's team. But other than that... but okay, so the f- You have to be saying that for okay. dramatic effect. You can't uh, so really So the first that. round matchup, Golden State-Houston. Golden State's going to blow them out. Lakers-Portland, that's kind of cool. Damian Lillard, but now that Aldridge is gone, Clippers will probably win. OKC-Dallas, it used to be interesting when Dirk was in his prime. Now probably just OKC. Spurs-Memphis... Memphis is kind of banged up. Zach Randolph can't get it done without Marcus Saul. I can go on the East the same way. But now look at the potential next round matchups in the NBA. Golden State, LAC. Are you paying attention to that? Yeah. A little bit. OKC, San Antonio. Yeah. Yes. The East still sucks all the way. Nobody cares about the East. But so what I'm saying here is the NHL playoffs first round are a lot better than NBA. I think we come to that conclusion by accident. That wasn't the point of this question, but we're there. The goal still in review. Frank's still watching that instead of. Well, I mean, I, dude, this is a snooze fest for me, guys. You can talk about it. I, this is just not my cup of tea, boys. Sorry about that. Well, hold on. But because Frank got caught watching the game, uh, as am I, I really don't know what was said the last couple minutes. Well, we're about uh, to get the review, Joe. Well, we're about, no, to, well, we're about Bishop, to get it right Bishop's, now. Well, Frank, let's it's go. It's a yeah, good goal. I, it wasn't distinct. Yeah. It Bishop, wasn't distinct. Bishop's foot dragged the puck in the net. So no matter what any other Red Wing did, it was Bishop's foot who dragged the puck back in the net. His right foot. I saw that in the goal, the goal cam there. Um, so I mean, no matter no matter what a Red Wing did, it was the Lightning player who put the puck in the net. So they can go, they can go uh, pound sand. You know what I'm saying? Splendid. 
All right, we were just talking about how the NBA, there's really not that many good first-round matchups. In the NHL, <laughs> there's a bunch of them. But, we just got made apparent again by our interruption to talk about the goal review. I know. We're going so back and forth. We're going from like a dramatic occurrence in the Wings game to like the I Spurs. I actually think it's depressing because I love playoff basketball because they start. <laughs> the Spurs are awesome, dude. And that's Joey's fiance's team. is about to be no, his team. This is great. This is great. All right, so now that we've talked about the cool matchups, let's pick some winners, people. Obviously, we're all going to pick Detroit to win. That's our heart. That's our favorite. But I need a pick from each of you. I need a pick who you want to win and who you think is going to win if it can't be Detroit. All right? Both leagues. So who I want to win if who Detroit? Who you want to win if Detroit couldn't win. Let's say their team, their plane crashes. So Wow. <laughs> Just go really morbid there. That was a little far. Okay? Uh, I don't need... I don't want to do this again, but I will. Uh, they're doing a coach's challenge over here. I just can't take my eyes. Yeah. I don't really like, know. They just reviewed on. it. Now they got a coach's challenge on the All right. Well, Joey, you're coming us behind. Cooper got to be so weird and cover his mouth up with yellow yellow paper. Like, what's yeah, he yeah, calling like the that? CIA or the mafia. All right, Joe. Let me get He's sharing uh, what government what secrets right there. All right, right guys. It's going to be a goal. Let's focus on the goddamn show for a second. Gerard has a problem. Pick some goddamn winners before I blow this whole goddamn thing up. <laughs> Tony, who do you want to win? Who do you think is going to win? Go. I love Jerry's attitude. Who do I want to win? He's four. Yeah. Uh, in hockey, if it's not Detroit, nobody. But if I had to pick a winner, I would go. Uh, probably Dallas. Hmm. Who do you think's gonna win? Not Detroit. Who do I think's gonna win? I don't. I mean, it's just so hard because I mean, I would have thought the Blackhawks. All right, Tony but doesn't get a pick because he's not going fast enough. Joe, you're up. And he's all, who do you I'm want sorry, to win? Who do you think is going to win? Question. I'm a Red Wings fan. I'm all about the Wings, baby. All right. Who do I want to win? Detroit. Who's going to win? Uh, Detroit's Detroit. out of it. Get to pick a team. Oh, Detroit's Detroit. out of it. Detroit. Detroit doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Um, either San Jose or LA for both. Uh, those two all teams. Right, I, I don't know. I, li- I like some of the players. I, li- I like Brent Burns. I like here? Drew Doughty. Um, you know, the, the, either one of those two teams. There, there's there's really no hater connection too? anymore. We're not in the West. What's that? Aren't you Anze uh, Kopitar's fanboy as well? Oh, I do like Kopitar. He's a good player. Um, I think I think he's going to end up being the present day. Uh, I can't say dad too because he has a different style, but he plays very well defensively. He scores big goals. He plays he plays a very good uh, sixty minute two way game. Good goal. Um, so I, that's I, I like. Uh, I like Kopitar, but yeah, I think I'm going to root for the Kings. But if if it's not the Kings, if San Jose comes out of the series, I'll root for San Jose. All right, I can see that. All right, Franklin Temple. First Tech. of all, before I make my picks, you need to slow down. This isn't one of your one night stands, okay? Slow down. We got all shots fired. This shots fired. Famous for one night stands at this table. All right, now just relax. But just fine. <laughs> but thank you. But um, uh, obviously the Red Wings. That goes without saying. But uh, uh. You would think Washington, but I'm not going to pick them. And I think it's strange. I mean, I've heard Dallas twice now. I don't really know much about them besides they got some talent. But uh, I got to pick. Uh, if it's not going to be the Wings, it's got to be uh, it's got to be Chicago coming out of the West. Man, I think they're going to come back against the Blues. And if it's not broke, don't fix it. I really like where your head's at, Frankie, with the Chicago pick. I think Chicago is going to win because if they get past these Blues, if they can come back from this two-one series deficit. They're going to roll right through Dallas. Roll through LA or San Jose and beat the team out of the East. But who I want hey, why don't to you win? move to Chicago? <laughs> oh, all right. That, that was pretty good. I'm to pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> I want. I'm with my brother, which you is odd for once. I want Dallas to win because my boy Patrick Eves is over on Chicago. He's on his way from Trenton, uh, Dallas, and I got a. 
I gotta want Dallas to win. I like their colors. I know this doesn't really make any sense, but I like their colors. I like Jamie Benn. I like Tyler Sagan. And I think at the Shaft in Boston. So let's go Stars if the Wings can't win it. Let's switch gears for a second. I used to live in Dallas. You know who Jamie Benn reminds me of? is a Brendan Shanahan, man. Just a big, mean goal scorer. I, I mean, like man, it, that, guy, that guy's a good hockey Play player. that music. <laughs> Joe's got uh, a sexy time in the with day it. when we had VHSs. Brendan Shanahan, uh, Brendan Shanahan marched on the Joe Louis Arena ice. I still watch my championship videos on VHS. And yes, I have a VCR. That works. Brett Hall uh, pulled down his pants. And Fedorov <laughs> came in the room. Wow. Okay, this show took a really Too deep far. turn there. So goddamn far! Let's go. Let's go. Frank watching. NBA playoffs. I think it's going to be pretty obvious who we think is going to win, but who do we want to win and who do you think is going to win? Um. I like to see if I could just pick one of these teams just based on heart, not Detroit. I'd like to see Dirk Nowitzki get a second one, and I want Dallas. For our Again. fans who probably don't know, who does he play for? The Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Most <laughs> fans only know like four teams. Honestly, I think it would be awesome to see them get another one with that freaking uh, the line. They have J.J. Beret still out there and make it rain threes. But obviously, who I think is going to win Golden State, I don't think it's even going to be close. Uh, I think it's going to be Golden State, and I'm kind of rooting for Golden State, especially when they set the record this year. You know, get get those back to back championships, especially for your boy uh, Draymond Green. There, day day, make it a rain. Joe, NBA. Who do you think's gonna win? Who do you want to win? Other than I Detroit, think State is gonna win another one back to back, and I kind of want them to win too. I, you know, go back to State, back. I like the way they play basketball. I think uh, it's it's something. It's kind of like a new. I don't know how to say it. It's like when passing became super huge in the. Uh, and, and, and college and, and pro football, like, you know, we got away from the run game and more into, like, the, just a passing game. So, like, the three-point is kind of like the uh, the passing game of the NFL and college college ball. Um, the, it, it's just not a team that, that has a guy like LeBron. I, I th- they they kind of came together in a, in a certain way. It wasn't like, hey, let's let's take, like, four superstars who are all best friends and one massive offseason we're going to sign them and make a championship team uh, – I think this team was more formed from a, a draft, a good coach with a good plan, and uh, a couple of decent signings, uh, and 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 they they just play uh, good basketball, man. Uh, it's fun to watch. It's fun to hear about. Um, so yeah, I, I I want and I I hope to see Golden State win. I think they're going to win. Jeez, Stephen A. Smith over here breaking down the NBA. Uh, I like the analysis, Joe. Good. That was good. No, that was, that was, I'm not that intense. That Stephen, was, A. Smith, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith will make you feel like you're in trouble. I'm I like, went to on. lunch with Mario Chalmers. Wow. Yeah, I, I watched Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. I'm like, dude, are you yelling at me? Like, am I am I grounded right now? I think he's should talking I, I, solely to you. But uh, should I, should probably I know more about NBA than Stephen yeah. A. Smith. Like, no, dude, but I, I'm not even like arguing. Like, he could have a good point. You could agree with him, and I'm still in trouble. Stephen A. Smith, man. Um. Yeah, I couldn't disagree with you anymore about what, everything you just said, basically. But uh, uh, honestly, uh, no, man, um, I don't like the way they play basketball. I don't like Golden State. I don't like Steph Curry. Just the, the aroma doesn't please Band me. Fanboy 23 over here. I don't like him. Um, who I think is going to win um, is the Spurs. And who I would like to see win would be uh, LeBron. Would be LeBron. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, and I think the Lightning just Who's the traitor now? I think the Lightning just scored. Oh, Frank has a. Uh, did they score or not? I'm not real. kidding. I don't mean to 
be a crying wolf here. You guys, you guys are ahead of me, and I only see 45 I'm seconds. I'm pretty sure so. it's the end of the period. Oh, it was the end of the period. I saw Zetterberg. Zetterberg took the penalty. Way to update the people. Way to update the people. Oh, Imagine yeah, someone's listening to this tomorrow. They didn't see the game. Yeah, they yeah. freaking don't have a cell phone, but somehow they get the podcast. And like, oh, maybe they scored. Maybe they didn't. They did not score. We have 2 nothing. Red Wings. Okay. My Red Wings will be back. RSF. All right, back, RSF, and we are moving right along in the show. Um, looking at the show sheet, we're talking about the week that has passed. And um, a couple things have happened, um, one of them being Kobe's last game, and he's dropping 60. Um, we're going to talk about what's more impressive, that or Golden State's uh, 73 wins, breaking the Bulls record. Um, and also, the Rams did some ridiculous stuff, and uh, well, maybe it's ridiculous to you. We're going to talk about that. To go up to get the first overall pick, most people think that they're going to be acquiring a quarterback. They gave up a lot. Um, there's a lot to go into that as far as the NFL and uh, the present era, and we're going we're gonna to touch on both of those things and uh, a couple more. So let's start with Kobe. Uh, to me, this one's easy, but I'll save my opinion. But um, what's more impressive, gentlemen? Kobe dropping 60 in his last game or Golden State winning 73? Actually, you know what? I'm just going to answer this one. I definitely think it's Golden State winning 73. I thought that game that Kobe dropped 60 was soft. I don't think they were playing very much defense. And uh, go on ahead there, Tone. For me, I mean, the day of, it was more impressive to me that Kobe dropped 60 because he looked so horrible all year. If you're talking about the beginning of the basketball season, if you said, do you think Kobe will score 60 points in a game in his final year? Right. Or Golden State won 73. Golden State winning 73 is definitely more impressive because I would have told you there was no way in hell they were going to do that. Right. Well, that's a good point. All right. See, Golden State 73 is more impressive, but you guys are dismissing how great this 60 by Kobe is. All right. It took are fit, we, though? It took him 50 shots. Are we, though? I mean, it was volume, Let's get but his team, was, his team was down. He banged home with three, so know. they go up, and then he bangs them the two free throws to seal it. Kobe is out there on one leg, one ankle, Probably without his fingernails cut, dude. He's the oldest player to score more than 50. The last person who did that, Jordan. This segment's going to be longer than I thought, people, because we have some controversy. Go ahead. I just, I, Golden State 73 is better, but to dismiss Kobe 60 is asinine. Who did they play again? Jordan's most points in game I ever. I question. Who did they play? Utah <laughs> Jazz. All right. Who at one point was a playoff team this year. And late well, in the they season. all were at one point a playoff Late in the team. season, Frank. I know you're going with that. God. Okay. I, I, I mean, Joe, if you want to throw it in there and, and start so we can I'm about 90% positive Jordan's highest yeah, point scored in game in 63. And Kobe just put up 60. Jordan's the best player ever. So you think that game was that, – that, that, that's like the, some of those Japanese fights, the MMA, that go on with the referees and the earpieces and things like that. That was fake, bro. That was, I'm telling you, yeah, he can make jump shots, I would hope. It, that was half-ass defense. I don't like to swear in the show, but that was half-ass defense. It was soft, and he had, I mean, dude, it was just, it was like a WWE. Okay, event. if you're going to say that. Uh, that was WrestleMania on, on a Besides five teams, nobody can really compete with Golden State, even though they did lose to the Lakers and Timberwolves. So, and Pistons. Besides, like, 20 games on their schedule, they should have won them all. So you got 60 right there. So they go 520 games that are competitive. They're at 72 wins. They got to win one more game, go one game over 500. Bam, all of a sudden you have 73 and 9. Bam, you have 73. That's a, that's a stretch. No, that's that went they, too far. They lost nine games in a season, Drew. That's impressive in any sport. Dude, and you guys think it will ever be done again? Where teams half-ass it all the time. Do you time. think any Just NHL, like the Utah Jays. The Lions uh, only, lose seven, only lose like nine games a year every year, though. All right. 
Classic. Which one? Which one surprises you more? Are we gonna go there? No, we're not. We're not. No, I. You know what? I think. I think it's more impressive the Golden State seventy three. I think I think Kobe's. I'm gonna agree with Frank. I think Kobe's sixty was soft. Makes me ask. You know, if if he if he could hit sixty in that game, where where was he all year? You know, I mean, if if you want to go out, if you want to go out uh, on the bench, I see well, his knees and his shoulders. Okay, maybe what's more impressive wasn't well, really the way then. to phrase like, the question. Which one were you watching on Wednesday night, Golden State or Kobe? Kobe's last game, guy we grew up with. I wasn't gonna watch either. Neither. They both one, suck. It was Golden State. Oh yeah, State. I, 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 what I'm saying is I didn't watch either one, but if I had to, if I had to choose, I would have chose to watch Golden State seventy third. Thanks to the 21st century, I can set this up in a way that makes sense and hopefully makes sense to our viewers. I put Kobe on the big screen because I got to watch it for one last time, and you put Golden State on the tablet so you can scoreboard watch and check it out on commercials and see Steph Curry get 402 three pointers, which is also incredibly impressive. Tony, which one would you be watching? Uh, I did watch about the first five minutes of the Golden State game. And then I just went to bed because I don't really care about basketball. And there I we go. Seventy-three and nine. Tony's asleep in bed. He doesn't like basketball. So what are we talking about for the next two months, people? Hopefully he gets interested soon. Well, I pay attention in playoffs. Guys, I mean, if I had to pick one, it would be the it would be the Golden State. But I wasn't watching either. Um, I'd rather watch Golden State in the playoffs because it's our job. But I, I'm not the biggest fan. You guys know that. But uh, I mean, that I mean, I can't get over that. That you have that stance, man. The Kobe thing. It's just. I like him. I appre- I love legends. But I don't the 60 think it was just nothing. I, don't I was waiting for Vince McMahon to pop. I out. don't think it's more impressive. But I think they're one A and like one B. They're like right there where you guys think it's this huge gap. I think the gap's a lot smaller. That's where we disagree. I, I don't even think they're one. And I don't think it's one. It's his twentieth year in the NBA, I man. Think, he should have been think, gone a while ago, man. I think Golden State seventy three is one. Curry's four hundred and two is is two, and then Kobe is number three. Yeah. We could get into that 402. ESPN's done a great job on this week. It's one of the few things they're doing good nowadays. That's like hitting 102 home runs in MLB. You know how ridiculous that is? It's like That's 72 or something like that touchdown passing. Something we'll never see. And Steph Curry's just out there making it rain. Give money. Ah, ah. How many, how many, how many three-point shots do you think he shoots a practice? Just in a day. Just practicing on his own. How many, how many three-pointers do you think he hits? Now, how, the better question is how many does he take? In practice, probably five hundred in the off season, five hundred a day and during the season, probably like a hundred, two hundred. God, oh ten from each like, spot going around just, the three. That, that that just sounds mind numbing, doesn't it? Just uh, oh man, that is that that that's a pretty good work ethic, and um, I mean, you don't get those kind of numbers without that. So, if you everybody has a chance to pick up us the Sports Illustrated, there was one where they featured Steph Curry and they talked about him. I'm not going to go into details because it'll bore you, but if you're into Steph Curry and actual like how they work out and stuff. It's a great article talking about his shots and his reaction times and how they're actually better than the human beings and how he learned how to do all these yoga exercises to strengthen his ankles. It's really good. You should check it out. Sportsillustrated.com probably has it. <laughs> .com. <laughs> how about we talk about a sport that doesn't require a skirt, boys? Uh, the NFL. Oh, it's I like football. it. Okay. has got the skirts on, though. Uh, big trade. Big trade that they made with the Titans. That. That's big. That's well, big. tell us about yeah. it. What, I have no idea, Joe. Tell us. All right. The Titans have agreed to or trade Jerry. the number one pick of the draft <laughs> to the Los Jerry. Angeles Rams for the 15th overall oh, pick, two second-round picks, a third-round pick. The Titans also received the first-round pick in 2017 along with their third-round pick in next year's draft. Uh, I mean, I think it's huge for L.A. They definitely need some help. I mean, this, this was St. Louis, now they're L.A., it's a team that doesn't really have a quarterback. They're probably—I mean—they've basically said they're going to go quarterback with the first overall pick. 
to try and strengthen their offense, which already has Tad Gurley. But at the same time, I mean, this is a team that I don't know why they're giving up so many picks when they lost a lot of people in free agency this year. Yeah, that that kind of confused me. Is like you think about the number one overall pick, and they're probably going to take a quarterback. And it's like, I mean, Todd Gurley doesn't really need a guy with a great arm to hand him the ball. Because if that if that's what you're going to build your offense around, why don't you just kind of stand pat, find a find a game manager and a quarterback um, for the time being, and then and then get you know maybe like another offensive lineman or another weapon to kind of you know keep keep the offense keep the defenses on the other side of the ball honest, uh, so Todd Gurley can do his thing, and then. You got to think about the Titans, who are benefiting big time from this. Uh, they have their quarterback. They they have some guys, and they're they're getting a you know they're still getting that first uh, first round pick, in addition to another first round pick next year, and then a few more picks this year. So they're gonna be able to fill a lot of uh, a lot of holes that, that they may have um, through the draft. And then uh, I, I you know I really don't pay attention to Tennessee too much, but um, I'm not sure that they hit they hit the off season in free agency, but. Um, I think I think it's it's a better situation for Tennessee. Right on. Well, bear bear with me, boys, here because I forgot about this topic, and I, I'm it's really important to me, and uh, I don't want to just brush over it, even though we're getting towards the end of the show. So you got to realize that the Rams, a they they have a good defense, and they have a chance of being very good, but also they're going to L.A. And you mentioned something about a game manager, and I do like where your head's at, but you've got to realize, man, a guy like Alex Smith or something isn't really going to sell. And uh, there's plenty of things to do in California, and if you want people to come out, it's going to be tough to sell. I mean, it, Gurley's a great running back, but, I mean, quarterback, man, they're the ones that get the girls. It, it's L.A. You're going to have to get somebody in there that people are going to watch. The quarterback watch. is what sells. The quarterback is what sells. And uh, I think the dude that they're looking at is from California and went to, and went to like, UCLA. Or something like Cal. that. No, like, Cal, uh, Cal, Frank, Cal. I'm really glad you said that because I have three main thoughts on this topic, and one of them p- jumps right off what Frank just said. I think LA had to make this trade because they're in LA now. If they're in St. Louis still, they don't do this. They stay at 15, get their quarterback there. They did this trade because, like Frank said, they need somebody. They didn't. They interviewed people on the street this season. Does LA want a team? And a majority of respondents says no. It's going to make traffic worse. We don't care about the NFL. Like majority, so they need to put asses in the seats out there, and this is gonna do it. Right, right. That's why I mean I didn't mean to stumble over, but there's just so much that goes into this. And one of the ends of the of the topic is the business end because it's L.A. and you want to get people out there. I mean, people, there's a lot going on out there. There's, you got movie stars, you got people surfing, whatever they do out there. I've only been there a couple times. You got to sell uh, tickets, put asses in the seats. People have Sunday, man. People have Sundays off. You got to get them out there at one o'clock or whatever time they start out in La La in hippie land, but. Um, yeah, that's one thing. And also, uh, before you go, I, I see you, Gerard. But the other thing um, is they've had a great defense for a couple of seasons now, and they're starting to, to acquire some talent with the round, uh, high round picks they had, and um, they could be good. And thirdly, or the third point is, um, you know, I think this could be a new way of you know how people have to get quarterbacks now because uh, the amount of money they're getting paid and stuff, and they've just got to take a chance at getting one because without a quarterback, you don't really have much of a chance at anything. My second main point, that was a really good point, Frank. I'm sorry for that. I was watching the Wings, and I heard you stop talking, so it was my oh, turn to go. Cool, but, no, you made a great topic. point. But uh, my second point to Joey's game manager, I didn't want to interrupt you because I've been doing so much today, so I withheld. But game managers is a too much dang- that, It's a dangerous term in today's NFL. Like, I agree with you. That's what would be good for their team. But you're going to win the Super Bowl with a game manager anymore. It's just not really going to happen. And the Broncos so, did. The Broncos had an all-time defense, just like when the Ravens did. If you don't have an all-time defense, but – Thanks for interrupting, Tony. 
<laughs> after I just said we're not doing it anymore. Yeah, that's kind of a straw man argument. We okay. don't really want to give what, those. I was saying, you had a game manager with Gurley. You're going to finish in that same range, 15 to 22 in picks, just like the Lions do, just like the Bears do. And then you never really get the number one talent that you need to take you to the next level. You never can get that player unless you can draft really well. And besides maybe the Patriots, nobody can draft that well. The Packers got lucky with Rodgers. Everybody says they're really smart, but really should have been drafted way higher if other people were smart. So to clarify that point, they need to go up and get somebody. And to Tony's point that that now they're losing players, really what happened was when they traded – so uh, Washington gets RG3, they got a whole bunch of draft picks back. What's happening now is all those players' contracts – Ding, ding, ding. Time to pay those people. They can't pay them all. So they purposely gave away all these picks. So really, in terms of picks, they're coming out even. Tennessee's coming out ahead. And Washington's the team that's really out the picks and the players in the long run, if you actually think about it. Because so, RG3's with the The Rams Browns are breaking now? even. So can we all agree, does anybody here think they're not taking a quarterback? No. Uh, they're, they're taking a quarterback. They're taking a they're quarterback. Taking a quarterback. I, think, uh, I honestly think it's not – I don't think it's going to be golf, though. I think it's going to be that, uh, that Wentz guy they're uh, saying, from right now South they're Dakota saying State, Wentz North Dakota is, State. Uh, they could, at first it was Wentz for sure. Now they're saying the reports are that it's not going to be Wentz anymore. It's going to be golf. And then now I've seen even further that it's not going to be either one of them. It's going to be Pex and oh. Lynch. And this is – I didn't want to say this earlier. This is my problem with the trade. At 15, you could get – every quarterback in the draft, the first four off the board are probably going to be golf, Wentz. Paxton Lynch, then Connor Cook. Not necessarily in that order. Connor Cook's probably going to be last. All four of those guys are going to be decent, above average, NFL quarterbacks, maybe tops. There's no one guy. That's why I have a problem with them going up. If Jameis Winston was in this draft, they could have gone up to get him. Maybe even Marcus Mariota, they could have gone up to high to get him because those guys are probably going to be superstars. There's not a single superstar quarterback in this draft. That's why this trade's dumb. But I agree with Frank. They did have to do it for star power in L.A. Yeah, and I can't really, I mean, I can't claim to attest to have any knowledge of their upper management or wh- whatever they're doing. Maybe they know something we don't, but I just, I think that it's pretty pretty easy to say in general, um, you know, you got to put somebody at quarterback, not only from a team standpoint, but a business standpoint. I think you agree. No, you're right. The other thing, too, is with this Wentz guy, he hasn't played a game in three months now, and all of a sudden he's gone from somebody who was like, maybe he's like a mid-round pick who could turn out like a Joe Flacco to now he's his number one kid because of his character, not because of his arm, not because of his accuracy, because of his character. Most well, quarterbacks you, are dicks. How do you he do did, the combine? He did, he did oh, decent. Yeah. They're throwing but, to people and freaking underarmers running around out there. The but combine's I mean, worthless. He took North Dakota State. That's a whole other topic. North Dakota State's a powerhouse. Uh, I think they threw 23% of the time. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he only threw six hundred and some passes his entire college career? Wait, Mike, I, I, I will say this: he Paxton won two Lynch. championships. Oh, okay. I will say this: Paxton Lynch, though, uh, if you want to talk about, uh, you know, God, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, credibility. He he led that upset against Ole Miss, who was in one of those SEC teams. Yeah, that Ole Miss so, ended up getting railed uh, by so everybody that season, though. Yeah, Ole Miss beat. Alabama, and then they just spiraled you know what? out of control. To Frank's point, yeah, I they think... spiraled out of control, but he still he still beat Ole Miss, who should have yeah. beat Memphis. And Paxton Lynch was the guy who who had the arm behind all that. It's, so Frank might have it nailed right in the head here with that kid from California. He's blonde haired. He's from California. He's got those boyish good looks. Yeah, that's who it most is. great quarterbacks are good looking. Jeffrey Goff is probably going to be number one pick specifically for those Jared. Things. Oh, Jared Goff, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. But I think it's going to be him. Yeah. I, he I think fits in the L.A. That's scene. What That's what they're saying. Wentz is just too – there's too many qu- – I would have too many questions. If what I, all I gave up, Goff 
has a problem turning over, but he's got that gunslinger mentality that I love, and he does have a great arm. But the problem is he'll try to fit any window, and he's from a spread system, which means he should be able to sit for a year and learn a, a pro-style system. So that's going to be rough. But at least he's going to have a year pretty much sitting, handed off to my man, Todd Gurley. Yeah, and, and real quick, though, and you guys mentioned something about character, too, and being a good guy. I, I just happened to – I've never really been a part of that, of that whole vibe of – Good character. I think the only time you take a chance on someone is no, with bad character, like the character issue. Unless guys. you're Greg Hardy and you're beating the shit out of your girlfriend, character doesn't matter. Like you're a bad person. Like you don't tip. Or I you think the lion should get Greg Hardy you, still, but later that doesn't make you a bad football player. Talent plays. Character ratings. Sits. Boys, ratings. Yeah, that's a good point. Who do you think they're going to take, Joe? Uh you know the, the good point is uh, the golf. I mean, he's he's from Cali. He. uh it's kind of like a homegrown kid playing playing for uh, playing for his hometown team in the pros. I think uh, if if you want to go with the quarterback, you think he's gonna be most successful. I, I think Paxton Lynch out of the three, uh, he's a guy who's played probably at the highest level. Um, not totally convinced by the Pac-12. Well, you know what, Goff did play against a bunch of good teams in the Pac-12. Yeah, um, I've, I've actually had this argument with other people. I, we could pull up right but, now and just bore our listeners, but. Uh, Against the Pac-12, he lost every good team he faced and threw a bunch of picks to him, if you actually look at yeah, that. Yeah, and then the, the best team that Pax and Lynch probably played against, he won. So, um, I, so I you, you, you can make the argument both ways. It's pretty uh, sweet that he ended up being Ole Miss, but Ole Miss turned into like a, like a doorstop, one of those broken doorstops in the season. Everybody they they did, out. they did, but they, uh, I mean, they're still a good football team. Though, I don't really still... trust, I mean, there's obviously good quarterbacks out of the Power Five, but I don't trust any out of the Power Five. Like, you have to get lucky in the second or third round outside the Power Five for me personally. That's why I don't like Wentz and the same reason why I don't like Lynch. Honestly, I think they're all going to be about the same. Like I said, like, you could have gotten Cook at 15. Cooks might go in the second round at 15. You could have taken a yeah. DB to plus Janoris Jenkins. I just don't think and it was you know, a smart move. Cook, and Cook probably has a better season if he doesn't get hurt, honestly. Like, he was still, he was still banged up against Alabama. Um, and he, he probably has a much, much better year and a much better bowl game against Alabama. The same thing happened uh, to Kirk Cousins against Alabama when he was there, and he had the, was the most accurate passer in the league this year. Highest yeah. completion percentage. So. All right, boys. Cousins had a good year in the Tyler Johnson's in the box again on a brighter note. Well, thanks for the update, Frankie. And with that update, and we're kind of back on Detroit now, we're going to go to Tony for an MLS issue. The MLS is expanding. This Major League Soccer, it's our version of uh, Soccer League. They have freaking... Uh, Britain or Great Britain, they got the BPL, Barclays Premier League. In Spain, they got something, La Liga, and we got the MLS. So how many teams are they adding, Tony? Uh, Yeah, the MLS is our top soccer league. They currently have 20 teams, but they're saying they're going to expand up to 28. And they have already planned uh, five of these eight teams. They're adding two teams next season. In Atlanta and L.A., they're adding a second team in L.A. Then in 2018, they're going to add Miami, which that has David Beckham as one of the part of the ownership group there. And then also Minnesota is going to have a team. And then they just announced Sacramento in 2020 is getting a team. And then so that leaves three open spots. And Okay, so we have eight new teams coming. Five more decided. Yes. Three open spots. What are the? F- how many cities are competing for these spots? There's five cities. And what are these cities? Detroit, St. Louis, Austin, San Antonio, and San Diego. Okay. Okay. So we're going to pose this as, do you think Detroit should get an MLS team? 
Tony, what are your thoughts? I mean, Detroit is the biggest media market currently that does not have an MLS team, which is why their name always gets thrown around in discussions. But is it because people around here really don't care about soccer? Because well, I know I don't have maybe more than four friends that actually care about soccer, including the World Cup. Well, Detroit actually does have a really big soccer following now with Detroit City FC. But at the same time, uh, just from the fan reaction on Twitter and everything, from their supporters group, the Northern Guard, they do not want to see MLS in Detroit. And a lot of it's the same reasons after looking into things. I don't want to see MLS in Detroit. A few years ago, I would have said, yeah, MLS to Detroit. Hell yeah. But now, I mean, looking at MLS, they have an NFL... A former NFL executive is their commissioner, and it's the MLS is so much like the NFL now. With it's all about making the league okay. and the owners a ton of money, and forget about the fans. T- get every dollar you can so out of what, them. And we don't sin- live in freaking Cinderella's Wonderworld, Tony. That's just how sports leagues are. If you don't recognize they're just there to make money, but then what are we doing here with the sports podcast? No, I'm I'm saying it's the fact that you have like. DC United has been a team since the league started. One of their supporters groups lit smoke in the parking lot. They got banned. The a member of the supporters group banned from every MLS stadium for the rest of the season. That seems like a pretty fair ban if you're lighting off bombs in a parking lot. The MLS in their advertisements for their league shows fans lighting off smoke bombs. Well, because that's pretty ridiculous. I agree with you, Joey. Would you like to? You got the Seattle Sounders out there, don't you, Joe? Yeah, the Sounders. The Sounders out here are big. They're big, big aren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 pretty popular. I mean, granted, you know, the the baseball team isn't isn't what it uh, you know could be right now. It's kind of on a down down slope. Um, and then you got uh, you know you got the Seahawks, and that's it's obviously seasonal. Um, so with no basketball team out here. Um, this, the Sounders is definitely uh, definitely the place to be this time of the year. Um, yeah, they got a big rivalry. I think it's the Portland Lumberjacks. Is that who they yeah. are? Yeah, Portland. Yeah, that, that's a big one. Timbers. So, yeah, I, I've I'll seen tell you, this. downtown, downtown. They they go to the games, man. They they uh they they uh stack it up down there when, when they're leaving and they're coming to the games. It's a cool sight to see. Uh, they're always giving tickets away at work for them. So it's it. From, I've heard, I've heard all positive things. So are they, you going to check out a game, Jeff? I, I would say I would say this. If they could bring that atmosphere, uh, that that type of team to Detroit, uh, another team that Detroit fans could get behind and follow, um, then I'd say definitely yes. You know, I think I think Detroit should have a, a it, team. We can, it, the only the only problem is we don't need another team like the you know the Spark or whoever the winning shock. a couple championships and then uh, uh, yeah the Shock and then uh, next thing you know. They're, they're out of town after they won three championships. Does it they concern you, Joe, that the MLS has been is turning out to just be a league specifically like for profit and they really don't care about their fans like almost every other sports league? Or do you just say, bring it, let's root for a team? Well, Alex. the NFL is that way, and uh, everybody sure finds time to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, Joe, you're I mean, the man. What, 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 what difference does it make? I mean, come on. <laughs> the, the NH- look at the NHL, man. We're watching NHL right now, and they're, they're moving teams down to Florida and Arizona and stuff to expand and everything. Does it make any damn sense to have a hockey team in Florida? No, but they do it anyways. So, yeah, go ahead. You know what? Bring a soccer team to Detroit. Uh, Detroit could probably think of a pretty cool name for them because there, there's so many cool, you know, so much cool history in Detroit. Um, you know, you got to hope that they don't, they don't, you know, sell out and pick some pansy the, name. But uh, The weird thing, though, is so the other problem with soccer 
team name, like you're the Seattle Sounders, but sometimes it's simple as like sporting. It's Kansas, sporting Kansas City, right? Yeah, sporting Kansas sometimes City. Sometimes just go sporting, then to this name, but we'll talk about that later. Or like FC a- Dallas. FC Dallas, AS Dallas. Frank, do you want an LLS team here? Do you even care? No, man, I won't say too much. I kind of agree with Joe. Um, you know, whatever is good for the city, but personally, as of right now, in America at least, I think that being a soccer fan is kind of like being a vegan. It's just another excuse to be a snob. And, uh, you know, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you just want to bring it here and if it's going to bring stuff, I think it'd be real tough, for, especially around here, to make that kind of environment that you guys are talking about happen. But if you can, go ahead. But I just really, really don't see a bunch of people gathering like, like a Red Wings game or a Lions game to go to a soccer game. Go on YouTube you know cool. you know and cool search Northern Guard. Yeah, but it's probably in like like Britain or something. Or it's in Cast Tech this year. It'll be in Keyword Stadium. Well, good for it. And you know what? We got into it. I'm look, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna power it down. I just <laughs> wanted to say my stance about the vegan the vegan thing. That's okay, it. We got to so do it last week about it. You move. I think on. it's pretty clear to people that Tony is he's a big Detroit FC fan. He's, you think? You know, they <laughs> they got some followers out there, but they're nowhere near as big as Seattle Sounders. That's the point where I want to ask Joe. I don't. I can accept that sports leagues are out there to make money. You know, like I get that. I understand how the world works, but if we can have the atmosphere that they do in Seattle for an MLS team, I say bring them because I like soccer. It's called a beautiful game for a reason. Like some people, like the person right right now, Frank, necessarily can't understand the game because it's a little more complex because it's not just sticks and pucks and nets. You got to learn how to pass. Oh, come, come, come on. on. Oh, come on. Shut your mouth. I personally, the beautiful game. You know, no. I don't think there's simple. enough of a following around here and I don't, because I, it is really the beautiful game. It should go to a place that deserves it. So someplace like San Antonio, they'd probably go crazy for that team like how Seattle has. They should get it over us. And I think Detroit FC is pretty cool. They played in Cast Tech. They're moving up to a bigger stadium. And they're renovating it, and it's still going to be owned by Hampton. So how many schools. people are going to fit in the stadium? Uh, I believe it's currently holding 6,000, but they can expand it to hold 9,000. Okay, so Tony's talking about getting crazy with 6,000 people. Now we know his definition of crazy is that's good, number one. Number two, we got 6,000 people, Detroit at City FC. We actually knew a kid that played on him. John Evans used to play for him, I believe. I'm going to go check out a couple games with Tony this year. I like soccer, but it's not for everyone, especially not in this area. I don't see a team coming here, and I don't think it's a good idea because it folds. Then they're going to be the World Cup's never going to come here. They're never going to play a game for the World Cup here, yeah, and especially because MLS wants soccer-specific stadiums. So you're going to have this giant stadium that, if the team folds, then you just got an empty stadium in Detroit. Yeah. So and also the thing is, when MLS comes into a city, they basically try and wipe out all other soccer teams in that area. Well, yeah, they should. Tony, they're competitors. Well, I'm it's saying the doggy like, dog. Well, that like, soccer team okay, is so around Tony, here for them to wipe out. Tony's Detroit City FC. Like a team that has a following. Detroit FC also does a lot of work in the okay, community. Okay, so from where I stand, Tony's against the team just altogether. Krasik says Brigham's going to be people. Frank just really doesn't care about soccer. I think there isn't enough people, so I'm against it. Why don't, but, why don't we just make the Detroit FC the team? Because you'd probably change the ownership and it would change how everything's done. The, the, the skill level is just not there. But I like the way we have soccer right now. Like I'm going to personally go see Chelsea versus Real Madrid at the big house. 110,000 people are going to see that game. That puts on a good, like, we actually care about soccer around here vibe. 
but like in a creepy way, like really we don't, but because we can put 110,000 people in the stadium, the world thinks we care. <laughs> you, you know really what I want to give the listeners something, why don't you provide where you guys exactly are hearing all this? Because me, I consider myself an average Joe kind of sports fan, and I have no idea well, what you're Frank, talking you're about. Frank, you're starting is to cra- like a cult or you're what is cracking this? an onion that you don't want to peel back the layers. Just we have to get real into, quickly, like, give them a website or something like that. That's all I'm asking. Don't ESPN please F- don't break it down ESPN for me. ESPN FC, you can find out about soccer games. I found out on Facebook about the Chelsea game. Okay, I shouldn't even ask. You're right. The free press. We're going to talk about why you haven't heard about it. It's because anyone, it's, no one I know, you has. have to search out soccer information in this country instead of it being so you given have to, to seek you. it. Yeah, you have to seek it. Yeah, I mean, and that's I'm, the problem with ESPN being our only real sports for source for sports news, which is why we I wouldn't call it a problem. But we have this podcast for a reason because we discuss <laughs> all sports. Okay, hockey oh, doesn't get any damn playtime on ESPN. That is a problem. NBA gets way more playtime. You know why? Because the NBA has contract with ESPN, so they get more playtime on ESPN. Yet another problem. I, I agree. So we agree there's a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. We're about to have another problem. It's going to be personal. Every time soccer comes on the show, it gets confrontational. Luckily, this week I'm in a better mood, and I love you guys to pieces. So. All right. Right, Joe? <laughs> I think we've done enough with soccer. We're going to be back in two seconds. RSF. Actually, two seconds with the Tigers. Two minutes, people. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, RSF. We got uh, Tigers in two minutes here. So I want to explain something here, what, what Tigers in two minutes is going to be for the for the rest of the year. So uh, Well, until about you know, August 15th. So, yeah, until until about August when, when you know, the games actually start mattering. Uh, you know, hopefully we have a winning record. But uh, for Tigers baseball, they got 162 games. It's going to be really tough to get in depth of every game from every single day of the week. So we're going to call it Tigers in two minutes. We'll give you a rundown of the record, how they've been playing, how they've been batting, pitching, all that. And uh, and then we'll go from there. Hey, we're not too far in the season yet, guys. Uh, it's it, we're, we're seven and four. We've got a game in hand on the, the top two teams in the division. So really, if we won a game uh, tomorrow, we'd be tied for first. So we're we're not in a bad spot. Um, but it's a long, 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 long season for baseball. They play more games than anyone else. So um, you know they you know they look good now. Hopefully, they look good in August. Uh, they do. That's that's Frank not caring about this segment about the press the ejector seat probably go work out. The Tigers do look. I mean, it's really too early. Justin Verlander had a good start. He had a bad start. You don't know anything right now. It's nice that we have a positive record. I'll say that much. Zimmerman looks good. He was a good free agent pickup. I mean, they started out great last year and they finished last in the division. So. The thing about baseball though, it literally yeah. you, you just you can't really predict year to year how it's going to look like. Yeah, there's the guys. There's 110 games left. <laughs> there's, probably, there's more. Yeah, there's 150 games. games left. I wish I mean, we. Could, I mean. Kansas City could lose half their team, uh, you know, in injuries in a, in a freak practice or something. You know what I mean? Like, over the, ne- over the next month, they could lose, like, two players. and then Yeah, there's a reason that, why it's called America's pastime, not America's favorite sport. Like, going to the ballpark is fun. I like eating a Frank and drinking a beer like every other red-blooded American eating apple pie. But other than that, like, you know, come on. Get to the horny stuff. You know what I'm saying? We'll like, be keeping you guys updated throughout yeah, the season. Yeah, no You know, steroids was the best thing to happen to baseball. We're not going to talk about that right now, but maybe someday we should. The only reason why people cared about baseball back then was because of the playoff or the home run race. Sometimes I need a but, PED so let's just do, to get to the ninth inning. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's real quick go over the records. We have 30 seconds left on Tigers' two uh, minutes. The buzzer will sound at two minutes. I mean, Record, yeah, I mean where do you think we're going to finish? Playoffs or no playoffs? Tony? No playoffs for Joey. Playoffs? I'm talking about playoffs. No comment for me, Joey. You think oh, we're gonna make the playoffs? Oh come on, man! Frank, don't be a bitch. Playoffs, sure. We're down at the wire, Joe. Ten seconds left. Playoffs or no playoffs? Playoffs. Definitely I think playoffs. I think we're gonna squeak in the wild card this year, and that is it. It's on the buzzer. We're oh done. fuck.
right. All right. And now let's look ahead to next week. On RSF, what's going to be going on next week, Joe? What is the big, uh, what's our big topic next week? Draft preview, boys. Oh, the draft, draft previews in town. Yep, the NFL draft will be a week yeah. away at that point. So depressing. That's what we're going to excited about. happen all week, too. I mean, you know, there's always hey, stuff. Hey, it's the Super Bowl. Sports. It's an awfully fun right, time. So we, already got some, we already got some draft, uh, some slight draft drama with the trade there that we talked about early in the show. Uh, I think it's going to be a good time. We'll be we're going to do some knowledge. previews. We're going to say we're going to find some sleepers out there. We're going to see who are first. Maybe look at the top 10 picks. and We don't think they're going to be good. We'll look at some mock draft boards. Tell you what we think about them. We're also going to obviously be going to NBA, NHL playoffs just like this week. We'll do a little more, have a little more. Hopefully the wings are still in it, right, boys? Let's get some oh, life. Yeah, hopefully the oh, wings. Oh yeah, we got to do our update for the wings before we go. Right? Yeah, how are the wings looking? So, in your opinion, Frank? They're looking good. It looks like we're. I don't want to jinx anything, but we're up two nothing with seven and a half left. Uh, if we win this, we'll be, uh, we'll be looking pretty good. And uh, hopefully, our next week's show we'll have a lot of more great things to talk about. Right, all, all I'm saying is this: you wanted a you wanted a preview. In two weeks, I'll be back in Michigan. It'll be our first show. Where all four of us are in one room. It's going to be great. And I really hope the Red Wings are still in the playoffs. Hell so we can yeah. talk about it live, in the flesh, in person, face to face. Yeah, mano baby. Mano. Conference finals, probably. Joe, huh? I can't wait to Toe see to you toe. next week on Skype and hear your sexy voice come through my earphones. But I can't wait even more to wait. see it two weeks from now. I Safe think, travels. I think I think we should bust out the whiskey during the show. Let's get a little tipsy, boys. Let's have a good time for the oh, show. Man. You know what I like about whiskey? It makes me feel frisky. You can make that a country song. Oh, wait. They already did. Tony, pay us some fucking bills and let's get out this bitch. I'm pay hungry. the bills. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Red Wings! My Red Wings. That's All right. Thank you guys for downloading, listening, and subscribing to another episode of the Revolutionary Sports Front. You can find us online at revolutionarysportsfront.com. On Facebook at facebook.com slash revolutionary sports front. On Twitter at twitter.com slash RSF podcast. And you can leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher. So that way we'll know how uh, you can let us know how you think we're doing. And all right. Sorry, I got distracted there for a minute because, uh, Frank's ready to leave the show and he's trying to get out of the house and go get a workout in. But you can leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher to let us know how we're doing. Also to let us know how you're how we're doing, you can send us a quick email at revolutionary sportsfront at gmail.com or just leave us a comment on Facebook. So thank you once again for downloading this scene and subscribing, and thank you for being a part of the Sports Revolution. <laughs>